My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Brittany Cole is the founder and CEO of Career Thrivers and lives by the motto, every experience is an opportunity for continuous improvement. She is a TEDx speaker, coach, and consultant that is passionate about equipping leaders to cultivate an inclusive culture where diverse talent believes they belong. Join us as we discuss the journey behind the business. You're listening to the Slaying self Dog Podcast, where we empower Black women to acknowledge their fears, doubts, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying self Dog Podcast. I am here with the CEO of Career Thrivers, Brittany Cole. How are you today, Brittany? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be joining you on your podcast, Slaying Self-Doubt. I love the title, I love the message, I love all of it. So thank thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. So I'm excited um, about this conversation off air. We talked about how um, my previous job was in leadership. And one Mm -hmm. of the things that you do within Career Thrivers, which is literally in the name, is like helping people with career development. And so um, I'm excited about that because I feel like a lot of things that we talk about on this show sometimes it's about entrepreneurship because that's where I am right now um, but mm-hmm. I think it's as important for people who you know one don't want to be entrepreneurs and want to maintain their nine to five that they find ways to be able to grow in their you know respective uh I wanted to say departments, but that's not the word I'm looking for, but they're in their careers. Industry. Right? Yeah, Industry. absolutely. There you go. Thank absolutely. You very much. Yeah. So I'm super excited, but we'll get to that later. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? Sure. So I always like to share, I kind of live by this motto that every experience is an opportunity for continuous improvement. So I am the youngest of three, the only girl grew up in a house where my dad would always tell us that the biggest room in our house is the room for improvement. So really had this idea, you know, throughout college and, you know, even looking for my first um, company, which actually ended up not having to look for, came through an organization called Inroads, but kind of always had this idea and this, this mindset of continuing to grow and to develop and to kind of build your competence in an area which I love sharing with clients helps with confidence and that's mm. kind of helps with this idea of kind of slaying self-doubt. So um, I studied political science and communications, was on this kind of law firm um, attorney track and as I mentioned was introduced to the, the world of work and more specifically corporate America through inroads, decided to take an internship with Pfizer the summer after my sophomore year. So I was really young starting out (laughs) in corporate America um, and and learning, I I think all of the hard lessons, a lot of the hot topics, a lot of the things that, that are 
top of mind for folks now in terms of like what does it mean to be in rooms where you're the only and you're the youngest yeah um, I had an early start in all of that which really kind of helped to shape just this hunger to really want to help people that were in that same spot but also to help people that didn't look like me understand mm. what it felt like and what it looked like to be the only in a room wow. to walk into a and to immediately count how many faces look like mine and to understand the privilege of not even having that thought if you're on the other side of, of the spectrum. So through that, my career in corporate went from sales to sales management. I've done some brand management work and then diversity and inclusion work, which really was where I believe I, I really aligned the work I was doing in my career, you know, in the healthcare industry with more kind of purpose-driven, meaningful work. Mm-hmm. And I decided to to kind of take the leap. And I, I will say this, you mentioned, you know, having guests on talking about entrepreneurship. I am a firm believer in this idea of being an entrepreneur, in this idea mm. of looking at your career, even as an employee, through the lens of like, I am a brand, Brittany, myself, fill in the blank with your name. I'm a brand. So how do I navigate this organization as an employee from a strategic perspective, whether I want to actually start a business or operate like one within this organization? Wow. So kind of through that mindset, um, I decided to launch into entrepreneurship, did the side hustle thing for about four years, and then just last August. So I'm coming up on uh, a year of being a full-time entrepreneur. Well, but congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I def- It was definitely one of those moments where God put was like pushing me to the cliff. And he's like, okay, jumping is on you. <laughs> like I've lined this thing up for you. I've made it real clear. You didn't ask for all these signs and I've been gracious and I've given them to you now. Whether or not you jump is on you. And so yes. I decided to take the leap and uh, it, it it's been a blessing for sure. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I, I know all about that. Okay. <laughs> my listeners have been <laughs> on this journey when I gave my resignation, the day I did it, like it was uh, wow. and the, the last day. So um, this, that, like you said, he will get you to, to, to a certain point, but the rest is up to you. Yeah, um, but I love yeah. one of the things that I did love about being an entrepreneur, like saying that like, no matter what position that you're in, like how, how do, you are your brand, right? And you are, because ultimately, if you want to move up in corporate, you want people to know you and, and to be able to recommend you for stuff or remember you because you did something. And that that requires work from you to be able to show up no matter where you are. Right. So absolutely. um, That's, that's awesome. So how has self doubt showed up in your journey? Do you want immediate access to new episodes, products, events, and freebies? Join the Slaying Self-Doubt family today at www.feliciawallace.com. That's www.p-h-i-l-i-c-i-a-w-a-l-l-a-c-e.com. Yeah, so I would say, you know, thinking back to, you know, kind of early moments in my corporate career of, you know, like I mentioned, walking into a regional sales meeting and being able to count, okay, in a room of over a thousand people, I can count three faces that look like mine. And, you know, having moments where even through, even in promotion, feeling like, well, okay, I'm at the table, but no one around here looks like me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm having instances where... I'm trying to add value and speak up in the meeting, but I'm getting spoken over or I say something and it kind of falls flat. But then five minutes later, you know, my colleague, 
mm-hmm. down the table says the exact same thing that I said. And everyone's like, that's an amazing idea. Right. You know, so, so moments like that, that are kind of um, intertwined in the work I do today relative to diversity and inclusion were a lot of the early beginnings of this feeling of I think what's become the trendy phrase of imposter syndrome or feeling mm-hmm. like, you know, you're doubting your your ability to even be in the seat that you're in yeah. um, were kind of some of the early moments for me um, in terms of just corporate America and really recognizing that, okay, I'm in this seat, I've earned the position that I'm in mm-hmm. and doing the work, the mindset work, uh, the work to understand, you know, not only um, my position and responsibilities, but my worth in this place, that, that part's on me. Like no one else can do that work, but me and really getting, you know, really intentional around what that looks like is one of the things that, that has, that has helped me to get over, you know, that, that fear, um, and those feelings of self-doubt. Yeah. No, I think that that's, um, super important because, and now one of the things in my leadership position, I, I did have the, I think some of it, a lot of it has to do with the area that I'm in, um, being in this area that we have a lot of um, women of color who are in leadership positions. So I had the privilege to be able to sit down with lots of people who look like me um, in my industry. However, that didn't, I was the youngest, right? And so what you said earlier mm-hmm. about depending on wherever you fall, um, some of it was kind of like, oh, well, you haven't been here before, or you haven't, you know, worked long enough to know, or, you know, whatever it is, it was right. based on my age and not on my experience, not the fact that although you all are in leadership positions, the people that we're, we're leading, I've had their jobs so I know exactly what it is that they're going through but you're you know it it just was a a lot different but um I, I love the fact that you know you're able to recognize that and to use that to be able to put that into your your career thrivers right and say like okay if this is how myself doubt showed up before now I'm going to use that to be able to not only empower myself but other people to understand like this is what it's like. This is what it feels like. These are the situations that we don't necessarily want to be in. So that, mm-hmm. that, that, that is great. How, how do you feel like that either, you know, when you were in corporate America, how did you combat those, um, those self-doubt issues or that imposter syndrome when it came up? Are there anything that, anything that you were doing then that you still do now? So absolutely. I would say, one additional thing I would add to that is I believe this this idea of you know self doubt and getting over it and imposter syndrome it is an ongoing mm-hmm. journey it's an ongoing so I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm over it like it shows up in new ways now you know as an entrepreneur <laughs> it's like okay I you know I'm not even a year into like you know and, and I, you know this it's like it's one thing to do you know to have a business and do it as a side hustle. And yeah. that comes with its own set of challenges. I am by no means, um, <laughs> you know, knocking just the balance of trying to do both. It's a lot. Yeah. But there, it's also a different kind of challenge when it's everything, yeah. you know, as well. So there's a, there's a, I feel like sometimes there's a new layer um, of, of thoughts that you have to um, kind of grab hold of and, and, and take captive. But I bring that up because I think that it is this ongoing 
um, journey. And, and, you know, it's, and it's why the word talks about taking your thoughts captive because mm-hmm. this idea of developing your mindset, it is a practice. It yeah. is an everyday practice. So I'm not sure that you ever really get over it. But one of the things that I am really intentional about to kind of help with, okay, today, what do I need to do today to one, be aware of my thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Because I think sometimes we just kind of just let our thoughts just run wild. So it's like, okay, yes. well, how am I actually <laughs> processing, right? Let me like assess what I'm thinking. Um, and then I know like what to take captive and what I need to kind of let um, kind of flow, you know, flow past me Absolutely. and really being intentional kind of in those practices, whether it is, you know, the word, like your, you know, your time in the morning that you spend with the Lord, if you're a believer, mm-hmm. affirmations, like I'm in my my um, office right now, of course, we're all safer at home, but I'm like, there are words on my wall, there are sticky notes <laughs> on my desk, yes. there's like, you know, there are all of these reminders um, that affirm these thoughts that I want to think about, you know, things that are right and that are pure and that are, you know, all, all yeah. of those things. So I believe it's kind of this daily journey of being aware and then of challenging your thoughts. Mm. It's like, okay, let me, let me interrogate that thought. Why do I think that? Yeah. Um, and that's really where the work comes in, right? It's like, you know, I don't just like, let me not, you know, p- part of taking the thought captive is understanding like, what is the source of that? Yes. yeah. What makes me think like that? Um, and really doing that work to say, okay, let me, let me kill it at the root so that, you know, if it is a thought that may be, you know, built on some level of trauma or mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. childhood experience that I know, Hey, there, there's likely deeper work that I need to do to not just go past the thought, but really to get at the root of why I even have this thought in the first place um, as I'm growing and continuing to develop. So I think all of those things are are really, really critical. The last thing I would add to that, um, I think is vision is really important. Hmm. So really being intentional about how do you see yourself? Yeah. Like, how do you spend time intentionally thinking about what is the vision that I've been given for the life that I'm destined to live Yeah, and letting that be like, like for the joy that was before the Lord, he was able to endure the cross. Like that becomes the focus yes. that then helps to train your mind to think in a new dimension. Yeah, no, that uh, all of that is absolutely <laughs> important <laughs> to this journey, right? Like I've yeah. said this many a times that th- this is a, a journey. I didn't understand it at the beginning of it. Like I, you know, I was in this place where I felt like, oh, I gotta, I gotta be over it, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I can do the work. And you know, right. God just reminded me, like, no, no, sis, that's not how it works. <laughs> you gonna mm-hmm. have to show up every day, even yes. in your doubt, even in your fears. Um, I did. Um, 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 you know, I, at this point I've kind of gotten comfortable with like doing interviews, but it's still, you know, it's still something that kind of like it, it gnaws at me. Right. Because like you said, every time you do something, even if you're doing the same thing over and over again, if there's a piece of you that feels like you still don't feel qualified or you're not sure or whatever that doubt is right. that shows up, you have to, you, you got to get it off of you. And so, because I know that this is what I'm supposed to do, regardless of the fact that I still feel nervous, you know, before every episode, I just ask God, you know, just remove any doubt, fear and anxiety so I can just move because this is about you. Yep. Otherwise, if I allow it to stay on me, you know, and I don't, it's part of what you were saying about like really understanding why you think that way, what it, but 
taking hold of it and then we're gonna have to set that aside for the next hour i'll I'll pick you up in in 60 minutes but right now i need to do this and the crazy part about it is is that once i do that the 60 minutes go by and i'm like man that was so good i'm so glad and then you forget that you even started like oh gosh i'm not even sure what i'm supposed to say but you know (laughs) it's just like this thing is like girl this is the journey this is what you're supposed to do and every time you level up every time you do something different um you got to do it within his strength and that's part of the Mm -hmm. nervousness and the uncomfortability that we feel is because it's not really coming from us right and so absolutely that's a whole whole nother episode, right? <laughs> Listen, that that is it. You you are hitting the nail on the head because it's like what you said about, you know, when you as you take your thoughts captive and you decide, okay, like I need to sit this thought to the side. Yeah. You also have to think about what is it that I am preventing from happening? Mm-hmm. Or better question, what is the cost of yeah. not Thing because I am allowing fear and doubt to keep me stagnant. What does that cost? It's costing yeah. you something. Yeah, and if it's not costing right. you, it's costing the people that you're called to serve something. Come so come, what come is on. that cost? <laughs> because you sitting over here scared and <laughs> we already yes. have, you know, we, we've already been promised that we've won, that we have the victory, that we can take our thoughts captive, that we can think on things that are above and not be, like we have all of this you know, power yeah. that is not even from this world. Like, like we have this divine well that we can tap into as a believer that just, you know, I think it, it just adds another layer onto yeah. this kind of conversation of like, we're operating on a completely different dimension. Completely it's like, you know, different. once you kind of get yes. past like that initial, it's like, hold on a second. <laughs> it, inside of me, my Bible says, yes. No, got to be going my bible <laughs> says that greater is he that is within me than he that is within in the world which means i'll walk around with a power that is beyond what i'm looking at yes. it is beyond what i am afraid of so how dare i sit on the mm. vision that has been divinely deposited in me to bless somebody else because i'm fearful of a thought yeah okay <laughs> but but, that, but the reality is, is that that's the truth right which is the whole yeah. reason for this journey is that you know it, it's the thought of these things not happening it's the thought of the, it's the what ifs you know and, and you know mm-hmm. I'd be the first person to say I can talk myself out of anything um, but when you watch it happen and you watch it work and you like just knowing like you it like that's you right and so yeah. like you said yeah. earlier like god gets you to a certain point and the rest is up to you you have to be willing to take that next step so that he can continue to do his work but if you're just gonna stop at the edge and you're just gonna look like but what if i mean mm-hmm. he can't really do nothing else if you're just gonna stand right there it's like oh okay and then you know then you'll be wondering like okay what if wh- why did i wait so long why you know it's just yeah got to move yeah. we got to move so what have you learned in your journey about yourself that you didn't know before thank you for tuning in every week your support does not go unnoticed if you truly love this podcast please remember to share subscribe rate and review Oh my goodness. <laughs> so much. Like even in just the last few months, Felicia, I feel like my awareness of myself mm. and what I'm capable of and things that I, you know, it's like, <clears throat> you know, we hear all the time, like, you know, write, write the vision and make it plain. Yeah. 
And so I can remember like being in that transitional phase. So as I was exiting out of corporate, I was leading a team of 12 and we were going through an organizational restructure. Mm. So I had to do calls. It's like, okay, I, I'm going through this journey of, am I leaving or am I not? Um, That I had to sit on the back burner because I had a team of folks who were in the same kind of journey of, do I have, am I gonna have a job or am I gonna do this? So it's like, you know, um, so through that process, you know, I'm sitting here, you know, I'm praying, I'm, you know, I'm struggling in my mind, like, okay, Lord, is this or is this not? I'm trying to, you know, help others, you know, my team, you know, get through, still focus on work, all, you know, all, all of the corporate talk and the corporate things that you do, quote unquote, restructuring. Um, but at the same time, I had this vision of like, what my business could look like, Mm. right? Because I I, I was side hustling, I was doing it when I had time. But I would keep like, I would keep bringing to my mind, like, like, this is where I'm, this is where I mean for you to be. This is how you're called to serve. This is how, you know, you're meant to operate in the world to help people and to help organizations beyond the one that you're in right now. And I would continue, I would see that stuff then. And some of it I would write down, but to be honest with you in the moment, some of it was like, for real? (laughs) Like, like me, like you mean, me, like, me? who can help me do that? <laughs> because <laughs> some of the organizations that I've been able to work with and to close deals with, it's like, okay, Lord, like my my thought of the way that I see myself and the capacity that I have today is much different from mm. what it was even less than a year ago. Yeah. And so I think it goes back to that idea of like, you know, vision and stepping out, but then also um, development and being really intentional about continuing to learn in your area that increases your competence yeah helps to increase your confidence so there are some things there are some opportunities that i said yes to in march of last year that i wouldn't say yes to today because mm. i'm like oh I, I didn't i didn't know the full scale of my worth yeah, <laughs> last march listen, like, listen. Like, i was yes to stuff just because I was happy to see some come through right and like today I'm like oh no 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 that doesn't align with the with my ideal yeah. client that doesn't align with the vision of who I'm called to serve that doesn't you know even in terms of like being in this space of diversity and inclusion of course it's a hot topic topic right now. yes mm-hmm. <laughs> um all of these organizations are having these awakenings of issues that are not new yeah and you know I had a conversation last month with an organization that I walked away from because it became very clear that like this is a performative solution that you're looking for it's mm. not long-term meaningful change it's yeah. gonna have an impact on the black colleagues that you say you want to serve I, that's not that doesn't align with who we are yeah but like I don't know that I would have had <laughs> the mental capacity yes to be able to do th- yeah to, yeah I don't know if I, I don't know if I would have said no you know this at this point last year you know just just being 100% honest with you so I think you know just this journey has definitely helped me to see myself in a different way and I think that's important because you know people talk about emotional intelligence a lot but being Emotional intel, emotionally intelligent in terms of social awareness and being able to mm-hmm. be aware and tap into the emotions of other people first requires you to do that work and have that awareness of yourself. Yes. So personal development in all of this becomes so critical, and it starts with 
mindset. It starts with how we see ourselves. It starts with the stories that we tell ourselves, what we let come out of our mouth that then shapes what we see. So I've seen a lot of growth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but that, that that is so important because a lot of times like this, this journey, I always say this journey is not for the faint of heart. Like I, this isn't even something I wanted. Right. And you don't know, a lot of times you go into it with, with, one set of goals right like even if you know you know that like i i'm very clear and i'm sure you're at the same way like you're very clear that like god gave this to you this is what he he wanted you to do he's shown you certain things but in the day-to-day things there's certain things that we say okay like okay how can i get to that i saw that and i'm trying to figure out how do i get to that and so when things show up like you said last year you you would have been like yeah sure like why not do that Mm -hmm. like like, let me go ahead and get connected with that let me go ahead and do that and then you get to a point where he like i I feel like once we kind of get to a space where you like surrender and you realize like okay, no, for real, this is yours, right? <laughs> like, this has nothing to do with me. This is really you. Then he aligns the people that you need to be in connection yes. with because that's a part yes. of, to keep his plan going, right? Because like you said earlier, like what it's going to cost you, you're not doing your work. It's going to cost somebody else not getting whatever it is that they need, right? And so mm-hmm. when we do it in our own strength, we're not really, we're picking what seems right. It seems like right. it's a good idea. It seems like it aligns. Um, and once you uh, once you know that that's not what you want, it, you have a whole lot more confidence in being able to say, no, nah, that's not going to work. <laughs> Thanks mm-hmm. for coming out. God bless and good night. <laughs> right? You're like, uh, like no. I will make a referral quickly. Like, that doesn't align with the work that we do at Career Thrivers, but here's someone that may maybe you may be interested like, in. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, and it's so true. Like I, I think that even, you know, you you're doing we all are doing the best that we can, right? And I think that once you just really know like what your purpose is and um and it doesn't matter. I I, I I've seen that also not only professionally, but in my personal life as well, right? Like I'm just not, Mm -hmm. I don't have to say yes to everything. I don't have to say yes to this just because you ask. Like I don't, if I don't support it, I don't support. And I have to be okay with that because ultimately it's about me. And so I'm not just doing things anymore just to do them or to say that I did it or to say that I showed up or to say that I was there. No, if this doesn't align with me, it doesn't align with my values. You know, it's, it's, it's those type of things. I remember when I was transitioning out, a lot of people was like, Oh, why don't you just move up? And I was like, I'm going to just, you know, really Mm -hmm. one, God had already told me to leave. That's number one. So I'm not even fighting with that. Number two, I was like, my eyes are open and the integrity that these people have in here. No, sir. Like, I'm just, I can't even, I can't do it. Like, even if Mm -hmm. I up and like up until this point, it may have been some things that I saw that I just kind of said, you know what, I'm going to just, um, you know, push that, that don't have nothing to do with me. As long as I'm not in it, I'm going to still work. Mm-hmm. But then it got to a point where I was like, this is this, like, I'm having a battle with like, just being in the same room with some people. I was like, yeah, wow. I can't, yeah. I can't do this anymore. And I think that that's when God really just says, okay, this, I'm trying to get you somewhere. And I say mm-hmm. this often, you can't hold on to grass and tree, a tree at the same time, you got to let go of one, you know? And mm-hmm. so you, it, it's that, 
it's something that's in you that lets you know, like, we're, we're moving forward. And so those things, those things that you did, you know, just because they're not, yes. they're not going to serve you anymore. And so I need you to go further. I need you to be able to say no as well, because there's other people also watching you, right? And so if you do certain things just because for a check, for notoriety, whatever the, the reason is, somebody else who wants mm-hmm. to be connected to you going to be like, so you went with and did, oh, okay. And they're going to say no, because guess what? Yep. They have alignment too. It's all, connect, all connected. It's all connected. And if you don't know what to say no to, you will continually block your blessings yeah. really in mm-hmm. terms of what what's meant so you'll you'll block your best yes because you keep saying no to stuff that's kind of okay yeah so it's like yeah you may feel that initial like oh man I just you know like I had an email a second email come through today so I mean this is just a, a, a recent example at a conversation with an organization who was trying to do this like entire DEI strategy restructure training of their board, training of their senior leaders, and training of all of their members on like $10,000. And so I'm like, Mm. okay, well, (laughs) (laughs) one, that's a lot. Um, And and it was like the, the scope of the work that they wanted was all, like it was just everywhere. Like there was Mm. no alignment. So I initially told them, no, I'm like, this, you know, this doesn't fit. The budget doesn't sound right for what you want. And I'm not exactly clear on what you want because there are a lot of priorities that you all have right now that make $10,000 seem like a drop in the bucket based yeah. on like, you know, these, this, these, this years of work that they want, like strategy mm-hmm. and also execution. So <laughs> she came back uh, literally today with an email that had, they have an RFP now. So they've like written everything out and said, okay, we've gotten aligned on the scope of work but the budget's in half and it's still the same amount of work. And I said, hey, you know, so I'm like, no again, but you know, perhaps this is a way that we can work together on one of these things. But again, I think, and, and I was sitting there reading through the email. I'm like, okay, I see them doing the, you know, the, the due diligence. They're trying to get more focused. But if I say yes to this, mm-hmm. like I, I know what's on the table. Like I yeah. know what's on the other side of like other opportunities like is 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 this worth it and so yeah. i think again even though you may not have the the full vision of what's on the other side of the no that you're given to something that's like mm, not exactly there you know when you have that feeling of like mm, this is kind of it but yeah. not really yeah yeah you know and i think when you feel that you have to make you know that decision to say I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to trust God for mm. the more that he has my name on, yeah. the more that is assigned to me. And I'm not going to say yes to something that's less than his best. Yes. You know? So I think that that becomes really critical and, 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 you know, especially for business owners. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's talk about career thrivers. Like I, like I, I told you earlier, there's so many things I want to talk about. So um, I want to do maybe like a, maybe a two-parter, maybe three, but at least two. Um, so the first thing I definitely want to talk about is um, career development, right? Um, especially mm-hmm. just given the state that we're kind of in right now and um, everybody's having to pivot no matter what kind of uh, the industry you're in, you're having to pivot yes. in some type of way. Um, so I want to talk to the person who is like, they've been working at a, you know, an organization for, let's say anywhere between five to 10 years, they're ready to move up. Um, but they don't really know, like, 
what it is that they want to do or what that even looks like for them. Um, how, do, what are some like practical steps that um, I guess that person could do if they, you know, they want to like grow within their organization? Want to connect with me before the next episode drops? Come follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Slaying Self Doubt. I can't wait to meet you. If you're in that space, is work to get more clarity and I emphasize more clarity because if you're if you're crystal clear some of us are waiting to be crystal clear and mm-hmm. you're not ever supposed to be crystal clear if you're crystal clear on your next step and the next step and the next step then you're shooting too small so you shouldn't be crystal clear but you should have some sense of cloudy clarity so cloudy clarity I like that <laughs> right <laughs> I'm like look the idea is to be you know kind of clear it's like you can kind of see but like not fully um so I say that to say though you want to have a sense of what it is that you want. Because here, here's the thing about career development that I think often we miss, especially those of us who are, you know, as HR folks would say, diverse talent. So women, Black, Indigenous, people of color. So we often will look at job opportunities from the position of I'll say being in this, being in this space of like, they, this opportunity is going to be amazing for me, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, if I get this role or if I get to do this thing, or if I get to work at this organization, this is such, you know, an amazing opportunity. Right. And I think that that's great. I think that, yes, you should be grateful for opportunities that come to you through, you know, organizations or titles or just exposure and opportunity. But it is also, if not more, at least as much an opportunity for the organization or for Mm. the team, right? So you are not walking through your career with this mindset of who's going to pick me. Mm. You walk through your career with this mindset of who am I going to choose? Wow. Because it's your career, right? And so we have to, we have to switch our paradigm from, you know, looking to be chosen to, to deciding what we want to choose because it's just that it's our career. So what do you want? What Mm. is the vision that you have for the work that you do that aligns with your purpose? That is meaningful. What does that look like? Who are you working with? Is it a team? Are you leading people? Are you not leading people? Are you working on projects? Are you working in more uh, of, of, a, of a tactical way? What, what, is your, what is your work life look like yeah. in terms of what it is that you want to do? And then after you determine what that is, how are you ensuring that other people know? Because it's not mm-hmm. enough for you to know but career advancement comes through. So there's this idea of PIE, P-I-E, performance, image, and exposure. And typically what we do is we think about career advancement singularly through the lens of performance. Mm -hmm. Like I need to blow it out. I need to be a high performer. I need to come in early. I need to leave late and I need to plan the potluck. Right. (laughs) And it's like, sis, no, you don't. (laughs) It's like, yes, you need to have good performance, 
But if you work hard and not smart, you will continue to be overlooked. Yeah. yeah. Career, 90% of career advancement is image and exposure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Image being 30% and exposure being 60% of career advancement. Only 10% is performance. So then what does that mean? That means that one, you have to recognize that not only do I know what I want, but I also understand that I'm a brand. And if I'm not branding myself, if I'm not helping to shape the belief that my colleagues, my leaders and my Mm. leaders leaders have of me, then I'm giving permission for, for them to do it for me. So what are you doing to increase your visibility within the organization? What are you doing to gain more exposure? And what are you doing to have the conversations that you need to have that will impact the image that you need to be the obvious choice for the role? Mm. So it becomes clear when you do decide to apply or put your name in the hat or whatever the process is at your organization or get tapped on the shoulder. That's an entirely different conversation. But when those opportunities um, come, then you, you're the obvious choice for those because you've done that work. And so I think sometimes it, it's, just, it's a matter of us picking our head up, you know, um, taking on some of those, you know, in practical terms. So let's just take, for instance, we're all in the midst of working at home. There are a yeah. lot of Zoom meetings or whatever platform that happens. Listen, I understand sometimes, you know, the edge is not right. <laughs> you don't feel like getting on camera. Listen, angle that, angle that laptop down so it cuts your hair off and turn that camera on because um, th- 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 this idea of visibility and exposure matters. Yeah. It, you know, and so making sure that you're, you know, asking for the meeting, asking for the skip level meeting, saying, hey, you know, I'm looking to advance my career. I'm really interested in this department or I'm interested in learning more about, you know, this role. Can I schedule 15 to 20 minutes on your calendar to learn more about what you do? Things like that that really help people to understand not just what you do, but who you are. That brand piece becomes so critical for any type of movement in your organization, where whether you're looking to move up or you're looking to transition across, maybe to a different industry, mm-hmm. same level, all of all of that is an, is important. Image and exposure. Man, that is so good. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm over here, like like just thinking, you know, because like I said, that my previous job, like I'm like, okay, no, that is so true. Like when you said it, it was like, yeah, performance is important, like in the job, but when you're trying to move up like you can be taught a, a skill you can be taught yep. a, you okay. know a, a, a position like that mm-hmm. literally is what it is but if you don't have the the image or the exposure then if don't nobody know you they gonna be like who you know like, exactly. who are you talking about and one exactly. of the things that I just kind of remember and I always tell people to say I was in in certain situations I was voluntold to do certain things right and so mm-hmm. even how I got into my leadership position was very much so someone else said I know somebody for that and this is the person that I want even though mm-hmm. I was just like uh what like <laughs> I've never mm-hmm. done this before I'm not sure um but I you know I walked into it saying okay you know this person just vouched for me so I, I'm gonna have to do the work right but when it came down to it like if I think about it now 
I definitely had the exposure because everybody knew me, you know? And so yep. um, it's yes. one of them things that when something would happen, they'd be like, oh, actually, sure, she knows, you know, uh, actually. But like I said, I wasn't trying to move up. I was trying to get out. So <laughs> that was different. Like I was like, oh, okay. Um, right. But I think that that's very, that's, it's super important because I, I think that sometimes we don't work, like those things aren't taught to us, right? When you have, mm-hmm. and just kind of thinking back, um, like when you're interviewing, like, or there's like some basic things, but you don't even think people focus on the work. Right. And like you said, like, this will be great for me. But I also loved how you said, like, you have a choice as well. Like when you have your 90 days, that's not only for them, but it's Mm -hmm. also for you. If it ain't a good fit, it's not a good fit. Like, you know, but I think sometimes we're in this, this like panic mode of like, or survival mode. Like I need this job. I need it. So I'm gonna take it. I need it. So I'm gonna take Mm -hmm. it. I need it. So I'm gonna take it. Um, And then you, end up stuck in a job you don't want in a career you never you know really wanted for yourself but you feel like you got to do it because you know you're here type situation um so yeah I think that 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 right there is oh man that was um thank you thank you for that thank you (laughs) (laughs) you you're welcome and and you hit the nail on the head with survival mode survival mode is our our bodies like physiologically it's our body's natural response to harm Mm. so we we naturally go into a fight flight or freeze mode yeah yeah our body our nervous system like our literal tangible body believes that we're in danger yeah yeah so then we we switch into this mode to protect us from danger well guess where that starts in our minds mm-hmm, it starts mm-hmm. it starts in our minds our mind will tell our body mm, this isn't safe yeah yeah Look, maybe a little bit worried here right. <laughs> oh not really sure okay you may lose it you may like so this whole idea then about you know self-doubt and taking your thoughts captive like it, it all comes back to that because the frame of reference with which we are processing our environment and what's going on around us shapes our response to it yeah so the the way that you operate in your career in terms of advancing in terms of thinking about okay they're they are just as well off having me a part of this team as i am mm-hmm. to collect the first and 15th check right i being a part of it right like, <laughs> right, right, like, right. This, like this blessing goes both ways yes, you know yes, <laughs> but all, yes. all of that is framed through this idea of do you have a growth mindset about where you are or are you fixed and nervous and scared and in this sense of survival mode mm. um, around your career so like the, the mindset piece is huge for career advancement oh wow yeah that is so good i like it's really, really good. I, I don't want to just let me move on. Okay, I'm like, but what about you know? I'm just like okay. So um, with like entrepreneurship and like um, really moving and so one of the things that I like about uh, your organization is about um, making sure that you have a seat at the table, right? Like that goes whether it's in your career development but also is very important when you're you know an entrepreneur and trying to get mm-hmm. indoors to even sit at the table right <laughs> um yeah what are some you know like practical steps that you know uh any season season entrepreneur like if they're trying to just like venture out just um things that they can do to kind of create that space or create that kind of the same thing, the exposure for people to even notice them or get in, get in the doors. Um, how do we, um, how do we navigate that? 
Yeah, so for the entrepreneurs, I think one thing to consider is the type of business that you're starting. Mm -hmm. So if you are, I do some work with entrepreneurs who are either you know looking to launch or have started service-based businesses where you're looking to monetize your expertise or a service that's built around your expertise. And so with that kind of business in mind, it really then comes back to this similar idea of being in the workplace of mm. personal branding, mm. right? And so I think one of, the, one of the first steps as you're considering, okay, maybe I'm starting something or I'm launching something, when it comes to owning a business, I think it's first really important for you to be clear on the problem that you're solving. Like mm. what is the problem and is your ideal client aware of that problem. Like, do they say that's their problem? Right. <laughs> or is that the problem that you say that they have? Right. Um, and, th- and that becomes really important, you know, and so um, helping clients go, thing- go through things like cl- you know, client interviews where you're sitting down and you're talking with people that you think are your ideal client and doing almost like, you know, from a nine to five setting, uh, a type of informational interview where mm. you are getting more information to help then to inform your business strategy and your business business really solution and really hone in on that problem statement, which becomes really critical. And then I think once you do that, then you say, okay, I have a good idea of the problem. I know what solution that I want to, you know, launch or create to address this problem. Then what is the magnetic messaging that I need to use that again, isn't my words, but the words that this potential client would use around this problem that helps people move down this funnel faster to actually convert clients. And so I think um, understanding that, and then um, I would say last but not least, you know, mastering your systems to have a strategic process in place for everything from, you know, client attraction to fulfillment and delivery of your service becomes really important. And then the more that you do that, you know, with excellence, you're, you know, you're selling, you're working with clients, you have a system for, you know, referrals, you have a system for testimonials, Um, you know, the word gets out and you're being strategic about how you are growing your business and recognizing that, I didn't say social media and any of that (laughs) intentionally because I heard nothing about that word. Yes. (laughs) Social media is marketing, right? Mm. So, so the, so the two words that we oftentimes use interchangeably are branding and marketing, and they're not the same thing, right? So branding is the belief. Branding is what you want your ideal client or your colleagues and your manager right? To believe about you, to believe about the product service business, right? Right. The marketing is the thing, are the things that you do to inform that brand, to help to shape it, right? So you don't start a business with saying, you know, necessarily, okay, what are the brand colors that I want? Or what Mm. do I want my website to look like? You start a, you start a business by saying, okay, like what, what what is the problem that I'm looking to solve? What's what is the solution? And then what is the messaging? So if I take career drivers, for instance, and we have a long way to go. Like I literally have on, I have I have on my list right now like website update. It's <laughs> one of the things that we need to refresh. But even in just the rebranding last year um, of career drivers, it's like, okay, we know what we're about. 
we want from a B2C level, so when, when, when I'm working directly with private coaching clients, I want them to know that you do not have to journey through your career barely surviving, mm. that you can work a nine to five and be boldly thriving at that organization. Yeah. So I then want to associate this idea of growth, thriving, elevation, more in, income, more influence, like all of that. Um, in terms of like colors is green, right? <laughs> like yeah, the color yeah, green right. is what speaks to that. So like green isn't my favorite color, but like, that's why we chose it. So again, a small example to say the message and the, the brand that you're trying to build should inform the marketing and then the channels that you use in terms of digital marketing to reach that ideal client. Mm. So most of my work now, so it's really flipped through this pandemic, to where the majority of it is now B2B work. So I do much more marketing on LinkedIn than I do on Instagram. Now I stay current on Instagram and still, you know, just from a personal branding perspective of Brittany. Yeah. But like if you go to my career thrivers page, it's struggling <laughs> right now. <laughs> so if you're listening and you do social media management, hit me up. But um, <laughs> it's struggling because like, you know, we're just in this season of where we're serving more businesses like we're doing you know doing coaching within organizations you know helping organizations with their diversity and inclusion strategy so i'm doing less you know in the in the beta in the b2c space so therefore you know we've slowed down a bit on instagram but i think all of that becomes really important for you to just have a you know a really strong strategy in place for the brand that you're looking to build and in the business model and revenue model that you are going to utilize to um you know, grow that traction. Yeah. No, all of that, 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 again, all that was really good. I was over here taking notes. Um, no, I think it's very important. Like you say, that we, you hear marketing and branding and for those of us who are not as, you know, like we're just getting into it, you would assume it's all the same, right? But the way, I love the way you broke it down, like your branding is your belief, your brand, it is, um, you know, what it is that you stand on, your your vision, your, your uh, values, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And then marketing is how you tell people about you, right? And yes. some of that will change for some somebody who heard that it will absolutely change the way they do you know they're even starting their their business because they sometimes you got to go back to the beginning right like Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. if we focus all our time on marketing you don't really you're not doing the branding correctly or you don't need even know what you're standing on and I think that a lot of times like the foundation is what (laughs) that's what matters right because Mm -hmm. when things shift and things change as we've seen in this season that's what you got to stand on is, is your foundation. So you need to really be able to build that, that first. So, um, thank you so much for being like, you You're like welcome. literally like, I, like I said, I was super excited about it. Cause I'm, you know, I've been on both sides. Right. <laughs> so I was just like, yes. Ooh, let me, let me think about this. And, Cause I know people who like, I, they don't, you know, they want to be better within their organization. They want more mm-hmm. for that, but like you really like, change the mindset of like it's not just about your organization doing something for you what can you do for your organization so that you can move up is you know definitely like you got to start thinking about that like yourself um in it and as opposed to like taking right um and then also um just you touched on it a little bit earlier about like having the seat at the table and understanding like your business show like helps people to understand what it means to be the only 
uh, or a few or, you know, the minority sitting somewhere, whatever that may look like for, you know, any person or whatever have you. So um, thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. And the only other thing that I would add to that is if you are in a space where you are doing both or maybe you're saying, you know, Brittany, Felicia, well, I'm not a business owner yet, but you know, I'm interested in entrepreneurship, but I'm still working a nine to five. Like, I think one additional approach to take to your nine to five is to think about what skills do you need to run mm. a business that, that you can learn while you're working at one. Yep. Cause yep. you work at a business yeah. and if you're still employed, you likely work at a profitable one. Right. So there's a lot that you can learn on the job about business yeah. about, you know, you can develop that business acumen while you're working like now, you know, that I'm not yeah. employed at a corporate organization. When I get ready to go do a training or, you know, professional development, like that comes out of my budget. Like, yeah, you know, right, before right. it's like, I would, <laughs> I would type up a, you know, little proposal, slide it to my manager, say, Hey, you know, here's how this aligns with my individual development plan. Yeah. Boom. I'm off to the conference, you know, and, and they pick up the check or I put right. my, you know, corporate car, my Amex. Now that's over with. So yeah. if you are blessed to, you know, still be at an organization, how can you use that to your advantage and leverage the opportunity to say, hey, you know, while we're at home, I see some courses and some yeah. classes that, yeah. you know, would be great for my, you know, quote, development, but also for my, you know, development uh, professionally as a relates to entrepreneurship when that time comes no yeah that that's that is good as well sometimes we don't you don't necessarily utilize what they have right like you don't mm -hmm. i remember being a leader and i'd be like they got all these courses y'all want anybody want to yes. something they like no i don't really know. i'm like but if you look at these things we had something that was like a peer to leadership type uh um, course that they would take and i'm like if you're thinking of being a leader anywhere you know this takes you from mm -hmm. this is a course that helps you you know you know try to get you to that what it may look like if you have to be a supervisor over people that you used to work side by side with you know like because you just never know where you'll yes. where you end up um so yeah a lot of organizations definitely have things that you can use um you know for you to be able to use it within your career and at that organization and outside of it so I think that's that's that was great advice Brittany thank you so much um so yeah, how can people connect with you yeah, so I would love it. We are newer on the podcast journey, but uh, okay. we have a podcast. So that's a, you know an easy way to check us out at the Career Thrivers podcast. You can go to careerthrivers.com and click on the podcast tab. And I also mentioned that because we have this thing that you'll see there on the page called The Vault, and it has additional resources that go along with the podcast episode. So oh, one in nice. particular that I'll make you aware of, I did, so it's episode five. Um, I did an episode on similar to what we're talking about today. So it was taking your thoughts captive is the mm. name of it. And inside the vault, if you drop your email in there, you'll get access to a PDF download. And there's um, actually an acronym for vault, or I'm sorry, for captive. It's challenge, awareness, persist, truth, intention, vision, and knowing that you got to do that work every day. Uh, but it'll kind of walk you through some of the mindset work that we nice. discussed today. 
that nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I will make sure I put all that information in the show notes. So we got we got careerthibers.com. We got the podcast. You got a little bit of everything going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we working. We working. You 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 know how it is. We, yes. <laughs> we, we're getting it done. Now. We, we are getting it done. And it, it, it's all good. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you being on the show. Um, this was such a great conversation. Thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Okay. So the serenity prayer goes, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Until next week. See ya. All right, y'all. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Until next week. See ya. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.